Hello, Internet. This is Hugh and Spence, and yes, the Insight Calling. Never mind the tired use of a 1970s punk band. Here's this week's Eurovision. Coming up, it's the hurricane you weren't expecting, the running order you were, and the national final listening parties continue. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Myself, Hugh and Spence, and the team at ESC Insight bringing you, collating, gathering all of those stories on our trip towards Liverpool and the Eurovision Song Contest 2023, which takes place, as we all know, 9th May and 11th May for the semi-finals and the 13th of May for the grand final. Quick reminder, tickets are not on sale yet. When they do, they'll be going through the official website, Eurovision. TV. There will be links there to the official partners. I would always recommend going there, not going for any of the secondary, the resale ticket sakes or anything like that, unless there is an official reseller, which there has been. Um, but certainly was one for Rotterdam. I can't remember if there was one for Turin or not. Uh, or also, if you are booking accommodation, flights, travel, anything like that, it's still a long way out. Do consider making sure you get one that is refundable. We are going to get more details on Liverpool at the end of the month. As we suggested last week, the allocation drawn the semi-final was confirmed as before the end of January. Well, it's just going to sneak in. Uh, BBC's confirmation that it's Tuesday, the 31st of January, starting at 7pm for the semi-final allocation and handover ceremony. So the Mayor of Liverpool will get a big, massive ring of keys and iconography from the previous cities that gets handed on. And uh, there will also be the draw to find out where the songs and the countries who are in the semi-finals will be singing, either the top half or the bottom half of semi-final one on the ninth, or the top half of the bottom half of semi-final two on the 11th. Of note here is that it's going to be broadcast by the BBC on BBC Two, on one of the mainstream terrestrial channels. It's another highly visible moment in the Eurovision calendar that's being promoted to the mainstream in the United Kingdom. Now, you know... <laughs> That's fine for if you're having it in Sweden and stuff, but this is uncharted territory for the 21st century Eurovision fan based in the United Kingdom, so we're going to enjoy it as much as possible. We're also going to get a first look at the branding and the theme of the contest at the event as well, and, yep, we'll be keeping a close eye on it to find out just how much integration of the message from Ukraine will be in there as well. Also on the big ticket news items, uh, news from the American Song Contest in a, in a roundabout way. Producer Christopher Bjorkman has spoken to Swedish podcast TV Fabrican. And the big headline here is that the second season of the show has not yet been commissioned by NBC. And given production time, lead time, finding the songs and all that, even a green light right now would likely mean our debut in the fall of the winter schedule, maybe even into 2024 as well. What's also clear in the podcast is Bjorkman's frustrations at the presentation, the promotion, the scheduling, the month's delay on the broadcast of the show. And these are all things that are down to the broadcast, to NBC, and not the production company. The choices are made independently. So the second edition of the American Song Contest, we're still keeping an eye out for news on that. (laughs) 
Okay, into the results sections, and we've got some results. Yay! First up is France, and it's the result is an internal selection. Moving away from what has been a strong couple of years of national finals, France 1 has confirmed that an internal artist selection has chosen Lazara to sing for the country in Liverpool. We have the artists. The song will follow later this year. It's fair to say that it would be a surprise if it was not including any involvement from Barbara Pravi, given her ongoing Eurovision success, the totemic fan power behind her name, and a name check in the press release. But, not confirmed yet, all we have is the name there, Lazara. We have no idea how many ran, because it was internal, so let's just say one ran. National final results-wise, Estonia has had its first semi-final midweek. The second semi-final is happening about an hour or two after we record this podcast, so we'll bring that to you next week. Uh, Out of uh, the first semi-final of SDLR, we have four qualifiers from the first round of voting. That was 50-50 split between jury and Televo. Andreas, Oli, Annette and Freddie and Bedwetters are all through. There was a second round of voting, which was 100% Televo, almost like a public save, as it were. And Yannick takes the ticket through there to the SDLR Grand Final. Ten ran. Okay, country news, as well as the preview shows for Croatia's Dora National Final, which are starting this weekend. The 18 songs taking part are now available to listen on Broadcaster's YouTube channel. Uh, That's HRT if you're looking for that one there. Uh, Finland, seven Finnish acts have been announced by Broadcaster YLE for the UMK National Final. Songs are going to be released each weekday uh, through to next weekend. So far, two of them are out. The first song came from Kira on Thursday, and the second came from Benjamin this morning just as we went into the studio to record the pod five more are going to be coming out next week so monday is robin pakalan then Lysandra, then karija jumana and portion boys next friday the show itself is going to be broadcast later in february specifically on the 25th and for the international audiences an english commentary stream is going to be provided as well which is very very welcome although half the fun for me for national finals is not understanding what the commentators are saying but still understanding the emotions so hopefully we can mix and match German broadcaster and ERs given us details for their national final it's another Unser Liedfur in this case Unser for Liverpool and it's going to be taking place on March the 3rd it's a one-shot national final coming from the Cologne TV studios and hosted as always by Barbara Schoenberg we're waiting for more details in the format on the artists and the songs but we have a date for the calendar Another date for the calendar is Friday, February the 3rd, uh, which is the national final for Ireland. Broadcaster RTE will once again be using the Late Late Show as a Eurozone special for their national final. Six acts have been announced. The songs are available to listen to right now. And of the six, Public Image Limited, PIL, build, depending on uh, where you want to read that up, has caught the most attention from the mainstream press. Given that the uh, lead singer John Lyndon previously sang nearly 50 years ago <laughs> in the Sex Pistols under the moniker of Johnny Rotten. And with perfect punk timing, Lyndon decried the Eurovision Song Contest as absolutely awful, just as the tabloids needed a story angle. Well played, my boy. Well played. 
Over in Latvia, Sol's finally happy song has been disqualified from Supernova. The national final had a hard and fast rule on September the 1st. That's the cutoff date where you can't have any commercial advantage or publicly perform the song beforehand to enter the Eurovision Song Contest. There is an appeals process and there is usually a little bit of leeway from the EBU in Geneva. But in this case in Riga, uh, Latvia said, nope, September the 1st is a hard rule. Show was perfect. The song was performed and another show before then, you're out. With preparations for the show well underway, there's not going to be a replacement song solicited in here, so Supernova is now down to 14 acts. Up in Norway, the songs for this weekend's semi-final and MGP were released last Monday. Uh, next Monday, the process repeats for the songs in the second semi-final of the three semi-finals there. There's also something intriguing going on with the sound. MGP this year will allow the inclusion of the auto-tune as a musical instrument or musical effect. Given the huge amounts of productions in modern music that use this technology, the inclusion of it allows music at MGP to sound more like the music experienced elsewhere. It's still not allowed at the Eurovision Song Contest, so the audition process has included a can you sing live checkbox criteria. But I'm personally going to be very interested to watch how this develops, because... The song contest has to evolve. Modern music methodology needs to be at the song contest. Otherwise, we would still be singing chansons in French with an orchestra over every single country. We're not. Techniques are moving on. Purists in the Eurovision Song Contest community, of course, are up in arms. Uh, but then if they were actual originalists, then we'd still be singing two songs per country uh, in black and white with no videos or linking materials. So, you know, things move on. Is this the right way to move on? Is the bigger discussion. Is it a contest about singing? It should be left unaltered. Is it a song about a contest about entertainment? Um, look, I'll, I'll sum this up here. Um, if you're against auto-tune, are you against doing EQ and extra bass and treble on the mixing desk? Because if you are okay with EQ, but not okay with auto-tune, where have you drawn the line? And why have you drawn the line there? Answers in the comments, email. I suspect there may be a full article in this as well. Back at the website, www.escinsight.com. Okay, I'll return to that later. I apparently have found my soapbox this week. Okay, I diverge and diverge back again. Serbia. Broadcaster RTS has released the 32 acts, songs and credits for Song for Eurovision 2023. Credits? Songwriting credits. Two names of note here for Eurovision watchers. The first is Tiana Dapsevich, who sang for North Macedonia in 2014. Second is Hurricane, who stormed the stage in 2021. But is this Hurricane? The original three singers of Hurricane have left the band, and Hurricane 2023 is a new generation, three different singers. Whether that makes Hurricane still Hurricane or a different Hurricane is going to be a fun debate at the Euro Club, assuming we could move on from the auto-tune one. Show-wise, Serbia's having two semi-finals, one on Wednesday the 1st and one on Thursday the 2nd of March. Grand final, Saturday the 4th of March. Spain and Benidorm Fest gets closer and closer. We've announced, uh, we've, we've announced, no, we don't have any details. The Spanish broadcaster RTVE has announced uh, which artists are performing in which semi-final. We're still waiting on the running order to see who's opening, who's closing, who's going to get that awkward slot too, and so on and so on. Um, but we also have more details on what's going on around the television show as RTV is building up Benidorm Fest to be, you know, on the same scale as Melody Festivalen and as, as San Remo. 
Metaron Fest, of course, originally built out of San Remo many, 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 many decades ago. So we have a red carpet happening on Sunday the 29th, six days before the grand final. Monday and Wednesday, we'll see Eurovision concerts with modern and heritage acts all taking place. Semi-finals himself on Tuesday and Thursday. And uh, there's an open-air concert on the Friday ahead of that grand final. Benadrum Fest building up and up, building also on Chanel's result with slow-mo in Turin last year, making it onto the podium. Finally, in the country news, uh, Sweden, we do have a running order here for Sweden's Melody Festivalen, and it will come as a shock to absolutely nobody that closing off Heat 4, the final song of the 28 songs being presented at Melody Festivalen, will be Lorraine. The final song has always, always been seen symbolically as the producer's narrative choice going in, at least at the start of Melody Festivalen, and as the storylines develop, Sometimes it keeps that pole position. Sometimes you get something more interesting, like the mamas singing like third and heat one and then just building up the bandwagon. But anyway, uh, keeping an eye on that one there. Uh, we do have the full running order. So let's just, uh, with SVT, it's always important to see who's opening and closing, who's who's been put up there to get the names in and to keep people watching throughout the show. So heat one, Tone Salkas is opening up and John Herrick Falgren is closing, presumably with some sort of a Sammy pop mix. Victoria is going to be opening Heat 2 with Tails, closing that one off. Paul Ray opens Heat 3 with Marcus and Martinez, closing off Heat 4 as Kiana opening, and as mentioned there, Lorraine closing. Heat 1 is in Gothenburg, and it starts the circus off on February the 4th. <laughs> Okay, looking up at the wider Eurovision world, what have we got? Well, we finally managed to get our musical moments of 2022 up on the website. That sound that you hear is not melodic, it's not power chord, it's the deadline rushing towards us. But we got that there. Just before the national finals all kick off, you can look back at memories and moments from both ourselves at ESC Insight and some of the friends of the parish as well. www.escinsight.com uh, dates for your diaries, you all know the preview parties are starting at March, Barcelona 23rd, 24th, 25th, Poland the 1st of April, Madrid 7th and 8th, uh, Amsterdam the 15th, London the 16th. But the dates closer in, of course, are what's happening over the next seven days. Uh, TV broadcast wise, depending on when you listen to this podcast, uh, you will have Malta's Eurovision Song Contest quarterfinal taking place on Friday the 13th. Uh, uh, you will have the grand final of Belgium's Eurosong. I say grand final, it's a one-shot national final, but there's been presentations all weeks of this song. Uh, that's happening on Saturday, along with the second semi-final of Estonia's Este Lau. Oh, I thought that was Friday night. Hey, anyway, it's Saturday night. Uh, Melody Grand Prix, first semi-final there as well for Norway. Uh, just looking ahead, if you want to plan your social calendar, Friday, uh, the 20th of January, will be the second quarter-final for Malta. And Saturday the 21st will be uh, Lithuania Heat 1 and Norway Semi-Final 2. Anything else going on? Get in touch. Drop us a detail. Contacts details are back at www.ecinsight.com. Uh, if you're following us on your favourite podcast app by directory, link, like, love, share, star, review, all of that is very much appreciated. But for now, that's it. Seven days in a row to the song contest. Next week, we will definitely have the Belgium Song and Artist. Uh, politics notwithstanding, but we will have more confirmations for Liverpool, more journeys being taken, more stories, more songs, more adventure, more excitement and more Eurovision. For now, stay safe out there if you're our friend that we know that we still to meet. Be kind to each other. 
and I'll catch you next week. Ta-ra for now. Guitars, please. This week's ESC Insight News Podcast was hosted by myself, Ewan Spence, written by myself and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insight.